G'day and welcome to the Fly Fisher Podcast. Since 1967, we've been spreading the bug of fly fishing. Join us as we celebrate the fun of fly fishing and chat with characters that enjoy it as much as we do. Whether you're just starting out or have some experience, we hope our ego-free commentary helps demystify fly fishing and inspires you to visit new places and try new techniques. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Counter. Today I'm joined by Forbes Linderman. I'm back. He's back and I'm only joined by Forbes Linderman because... Because we're the ones that are slacking off and letting the boys do all the work. Well, we do the podcast. Indeed. The best job in the world. The best job in the world. <laughs> As you can tell by our tones, there's lots of exciting things going in going on at the shop at the moment. Um Lots of new fly tying stuff in stock. Bit of a fly tying theme. You're you're very excited about that, Forbes. You're an avid fly tire. Indeed, indeed. And it's the season. It's the season. It things is the are getting season. things are getting cold. People are spending more time in by the uh, by the hearth on with the fire and and uh, and and behind the vice. So. That's right. And we are we're in. I'm um, quite with with some very qualified company. Forbes is our in house fly tying <laughs> teacher. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. Fly yeah. dying instructor. Yeah, yeah. For the uh, for the absolute novice. Yeah. Amongst <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Forbes only takes beginner class. No. <laughs> Forbes can accommodate beginners right through to experienced anglers. Look, fly ties. Look, we can uh, we we can certainly have a go and 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 yeah, see what's going on. But you know, you you, I also learn things from my uh, from my students. So so uh, yeah. Wait. So so do they give you the lesson or? Well, I mean, it's sort of an exchange of of, of information, <laughs> tips, and, and 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 money too, depending on how well they do. So, no, no, um, no, no, it's uh, yeah, no, no, it's it's been good, but yeah, definitely uh, delving into the point now where I'm uh, teaching a few people uh, a few things. Well, yeah, a few things. So, no, yeah, it's, a few it's things. been nice expanding. Yeah, expanding <laughs> the repertoire, um, looking at more than just hook size selection and, and, and what it means to put a bead on a hook and then and, 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 and delving a little bit more into, um, you know, yeah, yeah, messing around with new materials and, and exploring those things. So, That's, yeah. yeah. No, it's exciting times. It's been good. Um, do you want to kick us off with a piece of new fly tying gear that you're loving? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one of the most exciting things lately, if you're somebody who likes tying game changers, uh, is the uh, the assorted game changer shank packs that we now have, and we've got a few different brands. Try and rem- yeah, rem- fish skulls one of them, and there's another one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one. That brand is Spawn. Brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, nicely done. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, off the memory, yeah, off, yeah. off the cuff, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Dub that in so no. that it's, it's real wacky <laughs> sounding, like AI or something. Um, yeah, no, no. So yeah, I guess the purpose of that is that you've got um, a series of shanks. Anyone that's tied a game changer before, it's a, it's a bland chocolate fly. Very uh, well, it's it's become a very popular fly originally tied for pike and muskie i think yeah yeah and but it's been used for everything yeah. i mean people are using them for you know bass in the states and and sort of that's oh, they, that's how they, it expanded but you're people using them for murray cod for trout. now for trout anything that's sort of a, a fish eating fiend um will have a go at a game changer and they're meant to imitate the rapala with their action because yeah. it's an articulated shank body, so as it swims through the water, you actually get that very convincing movement of the of the of the back end of the fly. Um, and yeah, for for anyone that hasn't tied one before, 
you make that spine out of a series of, of shanks, as I mentioned. And so these packs uh, have them essentially in ascending length. And so you can match them all together and, and yeah, put together quite a convincing fly conveniently. It takes the guesswork out of it because as anyone knows, when you go to tie fly and you look at 13 different fly recipes and they all give you a different answer, it's kind of hard to... Yeah, to get it right. Indeed. So these are well organised. Um, you know, you'll have something like a, a thirty mil, a twenty mil, and a ten mil, all in the same packet, um, so that you can just put it together and it, you know, flows nicely, looks good, um, and also functions because yeah, having that tapered length helps a lot. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your What's your favourite piece? Um, what are you What are you, uh, what are you messing around with in the tying world at the moment? Well, in the very limited amount of fly tying, I do. I uh, we've just finished unpacking a massive fulling mill order. Yep, and I was very excited when I pulled out the fulling mill painted beads. Yeah, in the hot pink and hot orange color. Yeah, fantastic. Which is the perfect color match to Tywell Squirmy Row material. Ah, uh, indeed, it yeah. is perfect. Yep, we've yep. always had the rose pink beads, but now we've got the hot pink, so yep. it's just perfect. Yeah, exactly. You can tie the fully fulling mill Squirmy Worm now, and it's. Just it, it's it's an it's a it's an Instagram worthy fly all of a sudden. Sorry um, if I'm I'm uh, offending you purists out there, but yeah. it that fly just catches fish. And when you're taking someone fishing that doesn't fish very often, or you're yeah. having a tough day and the river's dirty, look, we're squirmy worm fanatics, and we, oh, can't we are, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> squirmy worm <laughs> connoisseurs. Yeah, no, no, indeed. Um, um, but you know the other the other thing with those painted beads is this time of year when the trout have got nothing but making babies on their mind, uh, they get a little bit silly and they, they will seek out, upon occasion, the brightest fly of the bunch. And so having those beads is just an accent on a fly pattern, um, something that's even more drab and natural looking, and then having a big orange bead or a big pink bead in the lead, oh, it has a go. Yeah, like, it works. That's, yeah. that's definitely a confidence fly for me and a lot of people, those hot, Hothead magoos. But those hothead magoos and the yeah. dandles and, yeah, and all of that. Yeah, hot orange damsels, yeah. And I, I think my best fly last season was just this bright red, I mean this time of year, yeah. it was just this bright red, essentially a damsel pattern, yeah. but in like bright a magoo, red. Magoo yeah, yeah sort pretty of much damsel, that magoo yeah. sort of, yeah. yeah. Um, but bright red marabou uh, with a bright bead and, and everything, just something that stood out and said, hey, I'm here in the water um, if, you, if you're annoyed or, or feeling sexually frustrated, come and eat me. So that's... Um, <laughs> this has been marked as explicit now. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> oh, we made it all of yeah. three minutes. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no good. Um, another piece of gear on the topic of worms that I'm really loving is the fulling mill worm chenille. So traditionally, traditionally the San Juan worm was the first or one of the first worm patterns. And that was made out of just classic chenille. Yeah, that red chenille. That red chenille. Yeah. Um, but now Fulling Mill have made the limpest chenille you can get. Yeah, it's 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 damn near. It's not squirmy worm. No, it's, it's not, not squirmy it's worm. Not, it's not soft plastic material. It's not soft plastic, but it the movement on it. Oh, it's better. It, yeah, it's supple. It's yeah, better. It's good. And and the integrity of it oh, as well. That's I the mean, problem with with squirmy worms. Anyone knows they fall apart very easily. Yep. Chenille worms don't fall apart. Yeah. Yep. And I believe a chenille worm is competition legal, whereas a squirmy worm isn't. So, is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. So uh, don't quote me on that. I'm not a comp guy. We're getting six comp anglers yeah, riding in. I know. Saying, yeah. Yeah. So we've lost all our comp angler listenership, <laughs> yeah. but that's all right. They've all just yeah, <laughs> switched, yeah, switched podcasts. Um, no, no, Ripper. Um, 
Anything else? What else is um, new? May, maybe good? give the, the non-fly tyres some stuff. Yeah, non-fly tyres. Oh, um, the MPX scientific angles. That's not new. That's not new, but we'll talk about that later. Mm, edit that out. What we will talk <laughs> about is, <laughs> is the Sims Brown Trout hoodie. This hoodie is amazing. When I saw the artwork on it, I'm like, I want that on my wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is one of the best screen-printed brown trouts I've ever seen. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, and it pops. So it's a black hoodie with a black gold hoodie. and, like, think about Tassie gold it, brown it, trout. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those fish that, you you know, you get a photo of and, yeah. and, and yeah, you know, you're treasuring that. Except yeah. you've got it on a hoodie. You yeah. can wear it. You can you, you can, can wear it to the pub. It's the sort of thing you'd wear to the pub. Exactly. In yeah. Exactly. And 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 the the odd fly fisherman or, or trout fanatic amongst the crowd might uh, might seek you out. Yeah. And yeah. buy Sims as well. So buy Sims. Yeah. So it's going to be quality. Like Comfortable it's a quality. Thick, it's a thick hoodie. Like you know, you pick up some hoodies these days, and it's like paper, and it's like it's not going to keep you warm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. So then you're in and. On the apparel theme as well, we've got Ketterfly brown trout t-shirts. Yes. So Ketterfly is run by your mate, Forbesy, Alvin Simpson, <laughs> a friend of the fly pitcher, who's based up in Cairns, and he runs yes. Schwishel Studios. Yeah, 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 I was thinking, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good recall by you, actually. Um, yeah. And he is also a very, very talented fly tyre. Well, talented fly tyre, talented fly fisherman. Talented um, artist. Talented artist. He's a talented guy. It? He's a talented guy. I, I was lucky enough to spend a bit of time with him, do a little bit of tying with him. Uh, I also got to see him make some shirts, which he was making for custom orders for uh, for, for some customers. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have them in stock here I in the know. shop and now, which so is cool. cool. And his artwork is unique. Um, there's a lot to like about it. So a big it. shout out to Al. Big definitely. shout out to Al there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Caterfly uh, branded shirts. Yeah. That's what we're talking about there. Yeah, they're, they're in, in case you're wanting to um, increase your, your your thread count. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you if you want to if you want to look cool and new age, Caterfly gear is the gear to have. <laughs> That's the gear. I reckon it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost yeah. When when you're thinking flats fishing, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, now you mentioned that MPX fly line, and that's for a reason. We I, thought we'd talk about a bit of gear that we're loving. I indeed, um, we got out for a fish yesterday, uh, and and uh, you know out on the Western Lakes, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that in a yeah. moment. Once again, getting ahead of myself, but the MPX uh, scientific anglers uh, six weight line was fantastic. It's a it's a half line size heavy. It oh, is a that, half line. It's size a half line size heavy. It's a slightly more aggressive taper. And it was fantastic when uh, when the wind was in my face and it was, it was whipping out, hitting us from the sides. I felt as though you know I was slicing through, had a lot more control over what I was doing, getting still getting good uh, good distance out of my casting, um, you know, keeping my flies in the zone. So it, it's just got that shorter front taper, I think, that helps turnover. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just slightly more aggressive. Yeah, um, and working with teams of flies as well. Yeah, um, I I enjoy that because I love running. Uh, love team. running a pair, yeah, a, a, a team of flies. I think this time of year, having something, in, well, I mean, this is mm. sort of a little bit of a, I don't know, my own theory, I don't know how much there is behind this, but having a, a bright lead fly, so like I mentioned earlier, something, yep, an attractor, yeah. something bright, orange or red, yeah. uh, and then something more natural and drab behind it. And, and having that MPX line to turn over that team as you're pulling it along, maybe a pair of beads, whatever it is, um, just awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fishing teams of flies is the way to go, and they are hard to cast. But you need every 
every bit of help you can get. And the MPX is that bit of help. Especially that Western Lakes wind is crazy. It can be pretty punishing. Yeah, absolutely. And also, like, even for a river like the Goulburn, when you need to punch out long casts with, with double nymph indicator yeah, rigs, yeah, it's that's another true. really good good fly line that's for that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, purposefully overweighted and, and scientific yeah. anglers are making the best lines yeah. in the market. And that's why you should always buy the fly line that is correct to yeah. your... Yeah. Rod and and what you don't overline do. a rod. Find the fly line that what that does what you want it to do. Listen to the marketing because with scientific anglers, it actually works. Yeah, what they say on the box is what they deliver. Yeah, yeah. There's and, no doubt about it. You know, you can end up with one and a half. You know, line sizes heavy if you yeah. decide you're going to sneak it up one yeah. and and it's already overweighted. So, yeah. yeah. That's where talking to a a, 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 a fly line. fishing line expert such yeah. as yourself comes oh, in. Absolutely, Andy. Come I in. do like my fly. Come I do in. like my lines. Yeah, we, we'll talk uh, fly time <laughs> with me and fly lines with you. With, yeah, a couple <laughs> of nerds. No. Um, one bit of gear I'm really loving this week, and I'm I reckon I've said it before on behind the counter in this segment, but that's my G3 Sims waders. Mm-hmm. Um, they are warm. They are comfortable, and most importantly, yesterday fishing out towards Ballarat, quite often all you need is a spool of tippet, packet of leaders, nippers, fly box. I could fit that all in my waders, yeah. plus my phone, plus a couple of muesli bars. Yeah. Pack light, travel far, you can't beat it. Yeah, and you were mobile and getting around oh, and jumping absolutely. over things. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting to that one, some of those shorelines are memorable when you need to jump over trees and stuff. It's yeah, yeah it yeah. really pays to not have a pack. And when it, you get fatigued, like if you were, if I wear a sling all day, a sling pack all day, I get a sore shoulder. Yeah, like, uh, it's it's true. You're lucky. I'm I'm carrying the net for you. Though, I know. Peter. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm the net boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My net lives comfortably at home on my gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, why would you ever take? Well, one? I don't catch why fish. You, <laughs> don't, don't catch fish. Yeah. And, and and on the odd chance that you do, I'm I'm yeah. There. You're there's a net. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I only catch fish when I'm with you. Anyway. Uh, your lucky charm yeah you are my lucky charm oh thank you you're quite a big big lucky charm (laughs) (laughs) the bigger the more luck right it's an on-air it's an on-air romance um we have got a lot of items on sale at the moment um the most prominent one being Mm. and a piece of gear that came in handy for you last night or yeah last night last yesterday evening at memorable was your low light uh, smiths yep yeah um which once that sun gets on the near anywhere close to the tops of the trees on the horizon you need a pair of low light sunnies yeah brown based lens just don't cut it you can't see into the water you can't see anything yep um, no, simply put, and, and uh, you know, we're talking about lakes there, and that's you know, it's it's a very good point that you make as the sun goes down. But if you're, uh, you know, if you tend to fish rivers more often, and you're moving your way through, you you, you know, you have spots that are in the light, and sometimes it's patchy. You know, yep. you've got sunlight on the water, and then you've got yep. spots that are in shade yep. to be able to um, actually peer into that shade, which is where the fish are sitting. Absolutely, yeah. Because it provides yeah. some security yeah. uh, to be able to actually do that. Um, it, there are a couple of things. You could either blind fish that, and, and you can effectively do that, of course, but it, there's nothing quite like polaroiding a fish and then casting to it. So, But even then, seeing where the weed weed banks are, like the weed, the channels are in between the weed, well, that's is the, really important in yeah, that low light too. Yep, yeah, yeah. and that's true. Um, yeah, the, the lakes were pretty high yesterday but um but at Moorable where it was a bit clearer it's definitely handy yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah um we've also got some tippet 
material on sale, which isn't quite as exciting as <laughs> the best sunglasses in fly fishing. Yeah. Uh, we do have the Vision Nano Mono and Space Fluor on sale. Okay. The Nano Mono is available all the way down to 8X. So 8X? 8X, yes. And go. I pulled it out yesterday and I'm like... 8x this is going to be ridiculous i gave it a pull and i was surprised by how strong it was for the diameter it was outrageously strong yeah really yeah and for fishing like the golden when you get that slick slick water and you need to present a size 18 fly yeah 8x <laughs> or 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 t- tiny little nymphs tiny little nymphs y- that's yeah, right in, in as you say yeah. in in slack water where they're given time yeah. to go and have a squeeze yeah i mean damn yeah. Um so that's they were nineteen ninety five down to nine dollars for fifty meters a tippet. Oh right. Which is very, very cheap. Okay. And you mentioned there were two different types there. Yeah, so then there's the vision space fluoro, which is a fluorocarbon. Which is the fluorocarbon Perfect option. for nymphing, yeah. Euronymphing, um, or fishing if you don't want any stretch in your line, um, that's also down to nine dollars a spool. So yep. fifty meters of fluoro for nine dollars is Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Not very bad. Good. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good, actually. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't um, get it. We just also have ultralight waders on sale, um, which are the convertible waders that you can either wear around your chest or around your waist. Yep. Good for the person travelling really far or needs something. Or, or the, uh, the the frequent urinator. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> the frequent urinator. That's right. And being able to just get them around your waist so easily without taking the straps off. Yep. Good for people that travel. Just yeah. keeps the weight down in the luggage. I have worn these before and what I like about them is that you can either keep them up around your chest yep. and, and, you know, that's great in a lot of yep. scenarios. Or you can, you know, in the summertime when typically I tend to, like, I, I tend to wet wade, um, I, I don't mind wearing them as well. Yep. Which is handy if I'm, like, bush bashing into somewhere um, so I want that protection, but I also don't want to get there and just be a big sweaty mess uh, yeah, the whole time. So that's exactly chuck right. them down, wear them as a pair of pants. So the waders were seven nineteen ninety five, and they're down to five ninety nine now. Woo. Uh, the boots, which are great, as Max points out about the boots, they're easy to get on on and off. Yep. Which for Max, older older kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we might get one episode without <laughs> sledging him. Um, no, no, you're, you're absolutely right. No, but for, even for me, like pulling my boots on yesterday just <laughs> was an effort. No, but, but um, that, that is, that, that's so true that the number of people that come in and, yeah. and they are looking for a, a boot that is easier to get on and they tend towards, you know, choosing those ultralights. Um, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, because they're easy to get on and off, exactly. and they're lightweight too. Exactly, they're lightweight too, um, and that's one of the things about the Orvis boots that I like. Even the even the Pro as well. Yeah, you have them on your feet, and even when they're waterlogged, they're so the light. The Pros are so unbelievably light it's for a full, like for a full heavy duty wading boot. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah, it. it yeah, I love my pair. They're, yeah. they're fantastic. They're um, tough as. So the boots are down to four twenty nine ninety five. Um, they were no, sorry. They were four twenty nine ninety five. They're now down to two ninety nine. So that makes it a thousand dollars for a top of the line boot and wader combo. Yeah, just under, just under, just under. You've got um, some change to buy a fly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of Fulling Mills' own. I, I think I yeah. I mean that's fantastic, and and you know perhaps for somebody who's been wearing uh you know maybe even a, a mid range weight like wader boot combo and wants to uh you know, f- is looking for the opportunity to jump into the more premium space, that's your... Yeah, 100%. Th- this, this is your calling. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I will point out they are not heavy-duty waders, but... Oh, well, yeah, that's true. 
they are called ultralight for a reason, but you do gain the benefits of lightweight. Yep. the lightweightness that um that yeah i mean they're lightweight they're fantastic yeah. if you want to chuck them in uh in a pack and yeah. do sort of a bit of hiking. hiking they're convertible there are a lot of pro, uh, positives for yeah the trade-off of yeah the exactly uh, i mean and the durability is still pretty damn oh, good 100%. we're just oh. comparing them to the orvis pros we're comparing, which are, yeah you know it's the it's the m1 abrams of the yeah. uh, comparing the them world, to weight yeah. is made out of backpack material <laughs> <laughs> yeah or gore-tex sims g3 waiters yeah. which you know yeah. it's even reflected in the price too yeah and we also have some fly lines and fly rods on sale and they're top of the name fly rods so we've got stuff there from reddington uh and then we've got lines from airflow and scientific anglers there's Cortland fast intermediates still on the wall i think which are a very popular fly line for those western lakes yep um and yep a line i've fished myself too and yeah if you want something to sink a little bit quicker say if you're fishing out of a boat on Parambit or pull and Meri, excellent line for that yeah, and and occasion anecdotally, uh, you know, if if you had two people fishing next to each other, you know, yeah. one's got a floating line, yeah. one's got an intermediate or something like that, you really can um, end up having different and days. That's definitely, you and I, memorable. Hey, yeah. And, and I catch more redfin because I have the intermediate on, <laughs> and you catch more trout because you got the floating you, on. You catch more redfin <laughs> because your, your flies <laughs> are flying through yeah, the water. Things travelling at a million miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Got to uh, stay warm somehow. Yeah, there's a stripping like a, a Spanish mackerel in there or something <laughs> like. That. No, um, no, amazing. Yeah. Um, That's enough about gear. Let's talk about fishing. Cool. We fished yesterday. Morrible. Me, you, Max, Cody. Mis- miserable. Miserable. No. Wow. That's a lie. Mm. We got in the car, shot up the west, and it went straight to Newland. That's true. Uh, we flogged Newland for about two. I don't know. We're probably uh, there. Two hours, something like that. Two and a bit hours. Um, There Um, were very, very good reports from First Light. Yeah. Fish moving everywhere. People catching fish from none other than Kyle Jones. Yep. The Um, the guys that got in uh, early sounded as though they had some success. And we were speaking to some other uh, fishermen that said that they were... You know, and even yeah. yeah, you know, not even just Kyle, yeah. but some other fishermen were saying that they were having luck early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. dawn patrol early. D- dawn patrol, um, yeah. and and uh, and I, I suppose we had the we had the opposite. We weren't on dawn patrol, and and we we fished gentlemen's hours, and uh, we didn't catch anything. No joy. No joy. Although um, it was fun. It was fun. Fishing with people is always fun. We then headed down Springbank Road to Murrabul. Indeed, miserable. Had As had some delicious minestrone. Some, oh by my, my god, that is oh yeah, dude. I had a dream about that minestrone last night. I I tend to go out fly fishing and and spend the day starving. Yeah, and so and so Max suddenly whipping out four whips, big bowls of and heats it up on the stove. And heats it up on the stove, <laughs> and there's like four kilograms of parmesan just pre-grated. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, it was amazing. We fished Murrable till the sun was on the horizon. Didn't see a single fish move. I suspect oh, I saw the hump back of a fish that yeah. took something off the top, but that's that's that was everything. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, a, a tremendous number of uh, waterfowl and, and, and ducks splashing. Ducks, ducks you'd splashing. see the rings, and then you'd see the fish, the the, the duck come oh, up. I got so excited. I know. Repeatedly got so yeah. excited for for a duckling to resurface. But it was just a tough day. 
you get that lake fishing, but it just means next time when we go out and we do catch a trout, it is worth it because it's going to be big. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be in good condition. Yeah, exactly. And especially after, you know, it it looked great. Everything uh, looked yeah. great. It's yep. such a nice spot to fish. Yeah. Um, and, and that's sort of what it is. It, it can end up being quiet days and then you get one. And yep. it's amazing. Or you go there and you you have a you know, have an absolute banging session and you get two or three. Absolutely. Um and 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 that's you know, that's awesome and, and tides you over. Yeah. That's all about I've done lately for fishing. We do yeah. have some very, very exciting fishing coming up. Mm. I have spontaneously booked a trip to Tassie today. Yeah. While I was eating my lunch. I'm like, hmm, I should go to Tassie. And Andrew's like, go. And I'm like, okay. The boss told me to go. So I had to book my flights and I'll be jumping on the plane next Tuesday. Shout out shout out to your mum for Yeah, shout out to Mum for (laughs) for confirming your empty schedule. Confirming my empty schedule. (laughs) Yeah. Mum is still my secretary. Yeah. (laughs) Um yeah, so I'll be hitting that east coast for some wintertime brim. Hopefully I can find some. Otherwise it's gonna be cold and miserable. But the reports have been good and It'll be a fun adventure. It's hard to be miserable in Tassie. I think it's pretty. It's damn a beautiful nice. place. Pretty damn nice. I think. Um, yeah, having having a go, doing what you're doing is going to be very cool. And yeah. and getting onto as you were saying, what do you say the the average size fish? No, was? well, not average size, but brim to two kilograms brim are regularly kilograms. encountered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the sort of stuff that you're like, brim can grow that big. Yeah, it's something. That's else. That's a big brim. Um, what gear are you taking? Uh, I will be taking six weights, so I'll take my Helios 3D. Mm. I might take an eight weight just in case the weather's terrible and mm. I still need to scratch a day together. Yep. And I'll be taking a Vision Onky 10 foot six weight yeah. as a backup rod, yeah, which nice. could also be good in case, yeah, in case a rod breaks. Yeah. But that Helios 3D will be in my hand most of the time. Yeah, pretty handy. With either an Anadro indicator from Scientific Anglers or an MPX, as you mentioned earlier. That 8 is... that Taking the 8 weight as well, good idea. Yeah, I mean, just I in mean, case. You can never have too many rods. I've I mean, got and, that much. And start banging out a few big casts for salmon. Yeah, that's right. That's that exactly right. Lots of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, awesome. And and what sort of flies and what sort of arsenal are you putting together to, to tempt the... Uh, the, the little guys well because i've never fished there i'm going to be taking your classic bms hammerhead bms yep crabs Mm -hmm. shrimp Mm -hmm. i'll take everything clouses just you don't know what they're going to be eating it's an area i've never been to and it's really so important to have a range of flies and different weights colors patterns yeah in your fly box when you're going to a new location especially if you're not being guided yep yeah, yeah and, and having multiple of those flies too because they start eating and then a big two-kilogram brim will break you off <laughs> yeah. and then you've lost that one fly that's working. Yeah, So e- I will exactly. be busy at the vice for the next couple of days, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you going to tie the lot? Um, You're I'll, the shrimp master. I am the shrimp master. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do tie a lot of shrimp. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> shrimp fan. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to convince you to do anything shrimp else at one yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I'll be getting on the BMS grind, I think. They're a fun fly to tie. Different colour tails, different yep. colour bodies, different weights. Bead chain, glass bead, tungsten tungsten dumbbells. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Good fun. What oh, about you? Are you going fishing? Uh, I am. Um, on, I think on Sunday, yep. I'm going to head back to Moorable because ah. uh, I'm a sucker for punishment. You are. Um, so I want to go and see if I can try and rustle something up. I like this time of year. It's before it's the absolute 
depths of winter before and you get is, snowed on. Yeah, yeah. It, it is cold, uh, but I'm. I want to go back and have a go. I've also got a mate, uh, shout out to Manny. He uh, wants to learn how to fly fish. Oh, so good on him. I'm taking him out and, and going to uh, put a six weight in his hands and make sure there are no trees uh, within range and, and see how he goes. So Watch, he'll um, catch a 10-pounder. <laughs> yeah, watch, yeah, honestly watch that yeah. happen. Um, so, yeah, going to go have a go. I mean, look, you get a trout. You get a red fin, whatever. It's it's a good it's day. Like you said, it's Murrabool is such a pretty fat place to fish. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's I not just it. your average spud dam. It's yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not not your average spud dam. That's exactly That's right. it. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, and then also want to have a crack at some urban. Well, brim. you and I, yeah, we've been yeah. on that urban brim train, yeah. being busy, busy, yeah. scholarly, um, academics. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> busy learning, uni writing students. down tides, all yeah. of these things. Yeah. Like um, amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one of it, uh, and once again, it is getting cold for that yeah. too. But it's never a far drive, and, and big fish in winter. Pretty good fish. Big fish in winter. Yeah. Um, you noticed something. You had an interesting observation the other day about yeah. the amount of flow. Um, I fished the Nong, which is I normally fish when it's flowing like 50 megalitres a day yep. um, at high tide, so the banks are and pretty it, full. But the other day it was flowing at 299 megalitres a day because we had a big dumper. Is it per day or hour or what? It's per day. It's per day. Yeah, yeah. megalitres per day. Yeah. Um, which is measured a bit upstream, but, you know, doesn't. it's not that far down that I fish. And... Normally I was expecting brim to be deeper at this time of year, spawning, but they were on the edge, on yep. the cobblestone banks. Yep. Which was uh, it blew me away. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think that uh, sort of defies what you expect. Because you, yeah. you hear about those springtime brim where they're coming in and they're yeah. feeding on the yeah. edges, they yeah. getting uh, you know, you're looking to bash along and, and make some noise yeah. and, and catch yeah. their attention. But for you to be getting them on the edges at this time of year. At winter, yeah. A little bit surprising. And that makes for exciting fishing because you get the fish when you least expect. Yeah, indeed. Um, and perhaps something to have a look at, those flows. I That's mean, exactly. we, we oh, always, you do yeah. it with flows, the Flows, tides. Do it, you do it yeah. the, whole, the whole lot. But, yeah. but um, you know, you do that when you're heading to the Goulburn, of course, but I never thought about it. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Just yeah. a... Good way to predict water clarity too. It's another... Yeah, true. Yeah. Was it very high? Uh, there was it was better than I expected, but it was still only probably two put two foot viz. Yeah, okay. So that's when chartreuse and pink BMSs come in really handy, or hammerheads. Yeah, okay. A hammerhead is just a BMS with dumbbell eyes. Someone's yeah. going to roast me for saying that, but to my understanding, that's what it is. Someone is going to be mad. It's going to be mad. He's going to choke hold you as soon <laughs> yeah. as you get back in. Yeah, the he's shop. probably he's listening. He's, he's got he's, his ear to the door, <laughs> and he's he's waiting for us to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. One of the other things about the the nong, there's nothing like the uh, nothing like the fight of a full grown shopping trolley oh. uh, on a six or a gumboot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gum next level. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can always encounter mulloway, pinkies further down, uh, estuary perch. Oh, there's heaps of estuary perch in there. It's just getting to the snags from um, from foot is a little bit hard. Yeah. So if anyone wants to sponsor us with hobies, um, oh. I if mean, you're listening, if you're listening, we wouldn't Scott Lovig Hobo or something mind. like that, yeah. we'd love some hobies. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, we can stick whatever branding you want on it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you want. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll ride around him. Whatever you want. That's um, it. But yeah, get me pedaling and fly fishing out of that thing. Um, the mention of the Mulloway 
oh, brings me back to it. those game changers. I, yeah, yes, I'd, love yes. to, I'd love to do that. I know that's yeah. a big thing in South Oz, game changers for Mulloway. Yeah, I was speaking to a fella in the shop that yeah. was talking about his success using game yeah, changers yeah. in the Yarra um, yeah. uh, for Mulloway. Yeah. So, you know, another tidbit for you. That's it. Um, and with that... Yeah, anything else to say? No. Nah, I reckon we're That's all good. she wrote. I Looking reckon we're done. Good. Fantastic. Let's wrap it up. Thanks Catch you having. next time, guys. Thanks for having me back on. No worries.